0: This episode contains adult themes and is not appropriate for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Oh, hello the world. This is They Will Kill, a true crime podcast. I am Courtney Eck. And I'm Sadie Eck. And it's 80's night. And it's Sadie's night. She's gonna tell you something that's not right at all. <laughs> Pretty much. What's on the
0: docket? This is the tragic murder of Kimberly and Alcee Perry. Oh boy. In the fall of 2011, 32-year-old Kimberly Perry lived in the New Orleans neighborhood of Little Woods, which is located on the east side of the city, right along the shores of Lake Pontchartrain. Kim was a single mom of four. She had three daughters and one son and had grown up with three brothers of her own. She had recently moved her kids into the neighborhood and they were excited for a fresh start. Especially this is, you know, six years after Katrina. Oh yeah. Kim's oldest daughter, Kristen described growing up in a large family full of aunts, uncles, and a ton of cousins. They were together all the time and loved it. Ooh. Kim worked as a nurse and had recently started her own home health care business. Her services included offering health screening for houseless people she was known as quote kim possible mm. no because nothing could stop her she worked incredibly hard to provide for her kids and be there when they needed her mm. kim became friendly with her neighbors and even became best friends with a woman named tiffany who lived next door on the other side of her was the Pore family the porays had two kids 23 year old ryan was their oldest and ryan's little sister who was much younger than him she was on the autism spectrum Mm
1: -hmm.
0: ryan was known to be a loving big brother who would look after his sister he also helped his dad kirby with his lawn care business kim paid kirby and ryan to care for her lawn because she was too busy to get to it herself things between the neighbors started out friendly Ryan was close enough in age to Kim's older kids that they would hang out in the front yard together from time to time. But things changed when Ryan's dad started having his son cut Kim's
1: grass. No, no, let's keep it good. It sounds really nice. It sounds very idyllic. Mm -hmm. End of story. Yes. When he
0: was the one to do the work, it looked terrible, and he would often mow down plants that Kim wanted to keep. Oh, no, the son did this?
1: Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She
0: eventually told her neighbors that she no longer needed their services. Kirby was understanding, and even brought plants for Kim to replace the ones that had been damaged. But Ryan's attitude changed completely. No. After that, things between the neighbors turned awkward, and Ryan's attitude towards the family became hostile. How old is Ryan again? He's like 22, 23. Okay. Yeah, one of the... I watched a show about it, and they speculated that maybe ryan had a little crush on kim she was very very beautiful Uh uh-huh and said that maybe there was some hurt feelings there Uh besides the lawn cutting when ryan's car was broken into he blamed his neighbors when kimberly's car was broken into shortly after her gun was stolen from the car and she believed ryan was the one who did it Uh uh-oh in june of 2011 kimberly's brother Al C and his family moved from texas to new orleans Kim always had an open-door policy and was happy to let her older brother move in with her family until they found a place of their own. Elsie was described as lovable and funny, a big teddy bear.
1: Mm.
0: He was an elementary school special education teacher. Oh, come
1: on! no,
0: dude. And loved working with kids. He considered... (sighs) I know. He considered himself a good role model and father figure to a lot of the kids at school sort of a side note i was looking through the newspaper archives just to see what might be available and um his name is unusual enough that an article popped up and it was him sitting at a desk and it was like talking about a new program that the school had put into place and the mm-hmm. teachers went to school early to learn about it it was a totally separate right. article but it, the picture uh, happened to feature him He's, like, sitting there looking all bright-eyed and big smile, and it's just like, ugh, Ugh. God. (laughs) Why? Why, universe? Why? I don't know. On October 14th, 2011, Kimberly was coming home from work and was looking forward to spending time with her family over the weekend. Her kids were out front playing football while she cleaned out her car. Kim's neighbor, Tiffany, came out of her house to say hi, and the two chatted. They saw Ryan's truck coming down the residential street at a high rate of speed, driving erratically. He parked in front of Kim's house. And when he got out of the truck, he overheard Kim tell Tiffany that he was quote, stupid for driving so dangerously. Oh boy. Ryan confronted his neighbor and Kim told him he needed to slow down and watch for kids that often played in the road. This started an argument and the two started yelling. Both Kim and Ryan threatened to hurt each other. Kimberly told Ryan that if he didn't stop harassing her kids, she would do whatever she needed to do to protect them. Hearing the commotion, Ryan's mom came out and coaxed her son inside their home, but only a few minutes passed before Ryan came back outside to move his truck, and he and Kim started to fight again. Mm. This time, his dad came out of the house and brought Ryan back inside. A few hours passed without any trouble until Kim's older brother, Christopher, came over with his girlfriend and their children christopher would later testify that when he arrived he saw ryan sitting in his car staring at kim's house he thought it was odd but didn't think much of it at the time witnesses say around 8 p.m that night they saw ryan standing in front of kim's house he was holding a large rifle (laughs) why people what is wrong with people Kim, who had been outside, came in and asked her sister-in-law where the, quote, gun was. But her sister told her she didn't need a gun. Kim went back outside and then soon after called for her brothers to come to the front of the house. She needed mm-hmm. their help. Mm-hmm. It's unclear if she saw... I mean, I assume she saw Ryan. It's unclear if she knew he was armed. Right. right. The brothers followed, followed by Christopher's stepson... 7-year-old Robert as they went to help their sister. Elsie saw Ryan out front of the house with the gun. He told the young man, quote, "You don't have to do this." Before anyone could stop him, Ryan started shooting. What the fuck? Why? God, that's so crazy. Mm-hmm. He would end up firing a total of 19 shots. <sighs> Kim and Elsie were shot multiple times at close range and died at the scene. Robert, who had been inside the house at the time, was shot twice through the abdomen by two stray bullets. He was rushed to the hospital in critical condition. And after having emergency surgery, thankfully, he survived. Thank God. Although completely traumatized for the rest of his oh, life. And I'm
1: sure with serious complications as a result
0: of the surgeries. After shooting the family in front of multiple witnesses, Ryan was seen running from the house. 911 was called, and police were able to locate him. He was walking down a busy highway covered in blood. This was only about 30 minutes after the murder. God. They found three magazines for the twenty-two caliber rifle, with more than 30 rounds still in them. Jesus. He quickly confessed to killing Kim and Elsie and initially told authorities he threw his rifle in a river, but would later admit that he hid the rifle in a shed behind his parents' house. After finding the murder weapon, they arrested Ryan and charged him with two counts of second-degree murder and one count of attempted murder. Ryan was born and raised in New Orleans with his parents. He was known to have developmental delays as a child and mental health issues throughout his teen years, leading into his 20s. Ryan was bullied relentlessly at school. He was once beat up so badly by classmates that he had to be hospitalized for a few days. Mm. To make matters more complicated, in February of 2011, just eight months before Kim and Elsie were murdered, Ryan was involved in another shooting that left one person dead. What? What? Ryan was home alone one afternoon, taking a nap, when three teens, 15-year-old Mosheer Thomas and his two friends, who are 15 and 16 years old, attempted to break into his home. According to the surviving witnesses, they walked to the back of the home where they cut off the power to the house. When no one came out to check the power, they assumed the house was empty. They then threw a brick through the back window to gain entry. Unbeknownst to them, the loud sound of glass breaking woke Ryan, who grabbed his rifle and went to investigate the noise. When the teen stuck his head into the window to see what was inside, Ryan shot him in the head.
1: Whoa!
0: Oh, God! Mm -hmm. He fell back into the yard and watched as the other teens, who did not enter the home, tried to run away. Ryan came out of the yard and started shooting at them, too. One teen was able to run away unharmed, but Meshire Thomas was shot four times. And Meshire was not the same boy who put his head through the window. Mm -hmm. He was also shot once in the head and died at the scene. The teen who survived said that he had to play dead so that Ryan would stop shooting him. Oh my God. He was rushed to the hospital for emergency surgery and ended up losing his right eye. Louisiana has a very robust stand your ground law. Mm-hmm, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Allowing homeowners to shoot intruders. The law states that a resident does not have a duty to retreat and may, quote, stand his or her ground and meet force with force. Mm-hmm. But if the perpetrator retreats, that law no longer applies because it prevents entry into the home. So basically, yeah. if you start mm-hmm. shooting and they run away, you can't chase them. Keep down. shooting. Right.
1: Well, yeah. Also,
0: duh. Right. A homeowner is not allowed. Oh, I just (laughs) say my next sentence is a homeowner is not allowed to chase down intruders and shoot them as they
1: flee. Yeah. Good. That's, that's hunting. That is something very different. Mm -hmm. And probably a really good indication that you have a serious anger issue. If you're the one doing it. Yes. Right. Yeah. Authorities determined
0: that Ryan shot the boys in self-defense and did not press any charges oh no that also doesn't sound like they did any sort of real investigation (sighs) I think one of the moms I think it was the mom of the boy who died said they never no it must have not been it must have been the boy who who lost his eye Mm -hmm. said that the police didn't even interview him about what happened wow Um, and then when police got word of her saying that they were like yeah of course we tried and she didn't want them to and she's like I know I want them to you know like these boys got They got charged and arrested for burglary and uh she was like no i would have been happy to talk about how this kid like yeah stalked them and shot them and came
1: out of his house to shoot them more and yeah yeah not to mention the fact that children are dead and my son is permanently wounded Mm -hmm. yeah i can imagine that that is a real quick like wrap it up for cops you know yeah well, especially, especially in new orleans south yeah you know yeah. Where the, i'm
0: sure this people break into homes all the time and you know like okay yep you
1: shot them they shouldn't
0: have broken in we're done well in and around
1: closed. that time yeah leading up to that there were there's like 48 hours episodes about it and a friend of a friend actually got murdered unfortunately mm-hmm. in a home invasion but there were just rampant home invasions post katrina mm-hmm where people were just coming into people's homes and willy-nilly shooting for no reason and then leaving. Yep. So they had a lot going on at the time, mm-hmm. and I'm sure, yeah, it was the least of their worries. Yeah, unfortunately.
0: The Mashir's autopsy report would later show that the boy had bullet entry points to both the front and back of his body. Hmm. He was shot in the back of the neck and the thigh, as well as the eye in the front of the thigh. Mm -hmm. so clearly he was trying to run right the forensic pathologist who performed the autopsy for the orleans parish coroner's office found no visible gunshot powder or soot marks on either skin or clothing experts expect to find powder if shots were fired at very close range such as within a few feet right um so the evidence suggests that Mashir was killed while running away while being a far distance from ryan motherfucker there's no evidence that the police tried very hard to determine if the shooting fit the criteria of stand your ground law they also didn't offer ryan any resources like counseling after the incident Uh, they just sent him on his way
1: to kill again what the fuck i I just like who's in charge i would like to speak to the manager of new orleans because what the fuck seriously i know like regardless even if he really
0: I mean he very well could have been afraid for his life I would be fucking terrified if somebody broke through my window and there's three of them and I I get yeah, it. Yeah. Like, yes. Yeah. But I also it, would really struggle if I murdered some you know I killed somebody even if it was in self defense and uh would need help dealing
1: with that trauma totally. And and also if you're like okay I get it you panicked but in your panic your fight response was so strong that you chased these boys down and shot at them multiple times until Mm -hmm. they were dead. Let's talk about that. Let's investigate that. Let's make sure that that's been resolved before we set you free Mm -hmm. to do it again because you're Mm -hmm. probably going to, especially if I let you off without any kind of consequences or repercussions or fucking therapy or anything, because now you have this sort of elevated sense of power. Mm Mm-hmm that nobody can mess with you and your trauma of being bullied as a child mm-hmm. is going to fuel that doesn't take a fucking rocket science. Nope. Feel free to call me. Right. Manager of new Orleans. If right. You need, if you need well, you've got a young boy it. with mental health issues
0: and delays and he's beaten yeah. so badly that he has to be hospitalized for days. Yeah. Like that trauma, alone, yeah. like that in anger. Yeah. And just some really severe paranoia. And, and we'll talk about it a little bit more, but yeah you know you're just yeah. it's, he's like primed he's this kid is ready to is kill primed to
1: yep defend himself the only way he knows how which is with a gun and he's probably spent some time on fucking 8chan or in the streets or mm-hmm. wherever you build each other up and get each other all pumped up because mm-hmm. you're all fucking super traumatized and you're trauma bond and you're like mm-hmm. yeah, you know, fuck that motherfucker mm-hmm yep to make
0: matters worse, Ryan learned that Mushir went to the same small charter school as Kimberly's oldest daughter, Kristen, and the two knew each other before his death. Mm. So Kristen and Mushir knew each other. Right. Ryan started to believe the Perry children had told the other group of teens to target his house to rob. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Ryan's paranoia toward the Perry family would continue to grow until it reached a head on that October night. Uh-huh. Ryan went to trial in February of 2014. Ryan's defense team did not try to claim their client was innocent, but instead tried to say his history of being a victim of violence caused him to have a heightened state of paranoia, leading him to kill Kim and Elsie. Yep. After his home invasion, Ryan's paranoia grew out of control. Ryan's father, Kirby, took the stand and said after the break-in, Ryan became more withdrawn, rarely leaving the house, and refused to get counseling. He took Ryan's guns away for a while, but eventually gave them back after Ryan pleaded with them to be returned. Ryan said he only felt safe when he had them. <sighs> yep. Ryan's mother, Clarissa, testified to the mental health problems that her family had, including her own struggles with depression. She told the jury that on the day of the shooting, her son and Kimberly got into an argument outside and he was very upset because, according to Ryan... Kimberly had threatened him. Clarissa said she forced her son inside, quote, to diffuse the argument, and then about three hours later, she noticed police car lights through her window. Oh, God, can you imagine? No. What have you done, kid? She had no idea that Ryan went back outside with his rifle, and she did not witness the shooting. Mm. Both sides called expert witnesses to the stand to testify about Ryan's mental health. One of the defense witnesses is an expert in clinical, forensic, and neuropsychology. Uh, they believed on the day of the shooting, Ryan suffered from a delusional disorder, a uh, precursory type. So that means they believe someone in is, is out to get them or someone right. close to them. Yep. Uh, and they often fear for their own lives. Yep. Which is a mental illness that rendered him unable to distinguish right from wrong when he shot Kim and Elsie the doctor testified that people with this disorder hold on to some sort of false belief about those around them but can usually conduct day-to-day functions without trouble so i don't know if you've dealt with paranoid people in your life before uh yeah not for a while but yes <laughs> yes <laughs> um i do i have like regularly and it's uh interesting you know just that like there's always a heightened state of Who's out to get me, sort of thing, mm, and totally, yeah, it's it's intense, and they function normally otherwise, but there's always this la- layer of like, I better better watch out because everybody's coming at me all the time, and that's a huge yeah. trauma response for sure, for sure. It's all you known. like it's in your body. You you have to constantly be in the
1: lookout, right? Yeah, permanent yep. flight mode. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think a lot about that too, and with like the gun debate and the people that I know who are vehemently like you are not taking my fucking gun are people who are, have been in the military and have PTSD. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's like a part of me deeply empathizes with that, you know, like security blanket of having a fucking gun. Cause I'm like, I can't imagine that level of fear and trauma and like nothing else makes me feel okay. But having a fucking gun, you know? Right. Yes. It's so tragic.
0: Right. It really is. Especially, you know, like if we're using military as an example, when the gun is literally the thing that keeps them alive.
1: Yep. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. It's the only thing that's the only reason I'm here. You're not taking it. No. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yep. And I'm not pro-gun. Let's be very clear. I fucking hate the things, but I do, I can understand that and Mm -hmm. deeply empathize with that. I don't think it's the answer, but... I completely understand it. Sure. Especially if there's a lack of any other resources Resources. or people to Mm -hmm. overcome
0: their trauma. Yeah. It's not uncommon for people to go undiagnosed for a long time. Usually there's no diagnosis until something terrible happens. Yeah, I believe that. She also testified that the defendant had some features of schizoid and paranoid personalities, but did not diagnose him with a personality disorder. Mm Mm-hmm. Ryan's defense team claimed Ryan had looked out his window and saw a group of cars pull up to the Perry house. In Ryan's mind, he saw a, quote, war party arriving. Yep. The Perry family was his enemy that needed to be stopped. Quote, Ryan absolutely believed that his life was in danger. Yep. And I honestly believe that that, I think the defense is very strong on all of those parts. I don't believe that it's okay that he killed him and Elsie, but I do believe that he had some super severe mental shit happening to him
1: yeah i totally agree with you
0: the prosecution had two experts testify to ryan's mental state they both testified that at the time of the shooting ryan did not suffer from any mental illness that kept him from understanding right from wrong they said that when ryan left the scene of the crime and concealed his gun in the shed it proved his guilt They also said that Ryan was able to give a detailed account of the events leading up to the shooting, which, according to them, did not reflect a break with reality and did not show that he was delusional. Mm -hmm. They both said that they found no signs that the defendant had a major psychiatric illness. They also talked, I guess I didn't write this in here, but how when he lied to the police and said, no, I threw my gun in the river, but he hadn't also points to him knowing full well that what he did was wrong.
1: Well, I think that's a very interesting space for somebody to be in, to not be traditionally mentally ill, but to still be mentally ill. Mm -hmm. You know, not like, I think we just think you have to be schizophrenic or psychotic Mm -hmm. and that's it. But I think that there are these sort of middle places that people go Mm -hmm. based on trauma, especially. And I think you can... I mean, Jesus, I fucking disassociate. Like, I know what a fugue sort of weird transitional state feels like from personal experience, and you have no control over it. And that's the Mm -hmm. thing that's the craziest thing about it for me is I'm a person who generally has everything in control, (laughs) and there is a part of my brain that I have no control over. And it's terrifying, and luckily it doesn't make me do bad things, but I can't go back. I have to just wait. And so I can definitely imagine that somebody who... You know, and my disassociation is a, like, low-grade trauma response. So I can imagine with somebody with complex traumas of any kind, there are going to be moments in their life that they have no control over. And it doesn't have to be, like, a full-blown psychotic break where the fucking neighbor's dog is talking to you. It can be, you know, just a quick delusion where you, your lizard brain is screaming at you that you need to fight. Yeah. Yep. Yep. The prosecution also showed
0: the difference in Ryan's actions. Oh, here, we're going to talk about it again. (laughs) Great. Uh, The prosecution also showed the difference in Ryan's actions between the two shootings, which happened eight eight months apart. Mm -hmm. Testimony from detectives for both cases showed that in the Stand Your Ground shooting, Ryan stayed at the scene, he called 911, and he handed his weapon over to police. Mm -hmm. In the second shooting, however, he left the scene, hid his rifle in the shed, and did not call 911. Right. The jury would side with the prosecution. It would take them only three hours to find Ryan guilty on all counts. The state of Louisiana has a mandatory life sentence without the possibility of parole for murder charges. Mm-hmm. And that is what Ryan was sentenced to. I'm not surprised. No, nope. They also have, I, I guess it's not a term I come across very often, but the they talk a lot about um, how you'd have to do hard time. Uh-huh. So it's like... Labor, I think, is what uh-huh. they're referring to. So he was sentenced to life sentence, hard time. Hard time. Like, it oh, very, sh- sort of, like, feels shit. very... Archaic. Yes. 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 Yeah, like, well, it's not enough to yeah. sentence... To... He got two life sentences plus 89 years, hard time. Like... <laughs>
1: They have a fucking rodeo down there with yes. these prisoners as rodeo props. Of course, yes. yeah. Yeah, so it's just sort of Pump. these things that pop up when you pay attention, like you have to mm-hmm. when you're writing murder stories. Yeah, hmm Makes me uncomfortable. Makes me sick to my fucking stomach, makes mm-hmm. my brain melt. Yep.
0: After spending one year in prison working through the appeals process, the Louisiana State Fourth Circuit Court of Appeals overturned Ryan's sentence
1: whoa i did not see
0: that coming i know during his trial ryan was adamant that he testify in his own defense but his lawyers wouldn't allow it oh snap Mm -hmm. he even asked the trial judge multiple times if he could take the stand but the
1: judge refused what i 101 guys what the fuck (laughs) like i am not a oh god i can't even think of the word what's the word magistrate the document. no 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 the document that the constitutional man- lawyer <laughs> yes. constitutional I the magistrate con- commandments in <laughs> my brain uh, not an expert on the commandments right but. but i
0: do know that the one thing that you should have access to is defending yourself your own damn yeah, self yes a, a it's a your trial.
1: trial it is your trial you get to do whatever the fuck you want with it yeah and the wow. court
0: the appeals um paperwork like has that's their what god my brain the response the judges written i don't know the rebuttal (laughs) help me the rebuttal the no the um what do they call it when the court the judges
1: it's like their response they're spitballing (laughs) when they write out why they ruled the way they did commandment yes (laughs) anyway they had yes. transcripts God, what of, is that called i
0: i think i say it down here i can't wait to find out yeah right oh their opinion i think oh, it's called an oh really <laughs> that's not what i was thinking at all uh but in their opinion they they mapped out the transcripts of the court trials of like exactly the words that he said during uh-huh. the trial uh-huh. to the judge and he is like i want to get like please let me <laughs> defend myself. I need to tell Get you what happened. Right. I want to be on the stand. Right. And at one point the judge was like, Oh well, but your defense team already you know, rested, so but he even before then, like, was begging <laughs> to be put on the stand and the judge didn't allow it. You got to, man. Yes. Yeah. So got to. They overturned it. Which duh like yeah. for them. I'm glad yes. that it's if if it's that obvious that the appeals court would be like, Okay. Let's try it again. Seriously. So the quote issue is whether an accused is deprived of a fundamental constitutional right. When after repeatedly and unequivocally stating his desire to testify before closing arguments, he's denied that right. The judges wrote in their opinion, the district attorney's office appealed the ruling to the Louisiana Supreme court, but they denied hearing the case. So the appeals court ruling would stand. And I I think that Ryan's going to be granted a new trial. Mm
1: -hmm. But I even
0: sent this to Megan because I looked and looked and looked and I was Googling like lawyer terms because a lot of it is very confusing. Yep. And there isn't any follow up. So nobody's written an article like telling. So I don't have to break my brain trying to figure out what the fuck's happening with this case. Yeah. But I found I did find the Supreme Court. Listing like they have this huge list of all the cases that they that they were supposed to like decide to hear or not or whatever. Right. And I'm pretty sure in that list it says that they denied the prosecution's appeal. Like they they're not good. They didn't hear it at all. They just said no. And so I'm pretty sure that that means that it the ruling from the appeals court stands. So he is going to get a new trial. I think so. To oh, make good. matters more confusing is that cool. when I look up ryan in the louisiana inmates like louisiana state database yeah there's two listings for him one says he's still in prison the other one says he's not (gasps) what (laughs) but the one that says he's in prison seems to be pretty legitimate like (laughs) yeah but i really i wanted to have some concrete i don't want to just make up the end of the story yeah um i couldn't find any information about a new trial date being set i'm sure that COVID has slowed things oh, down sure um i can't imagine that the prosecution would drop the case i mean he's clearly guilty and right whether he pleads guilty and gets a lesser sentence or go they go through trial again but right. i can't imagine they wouldn't try him again so, anyway, sort of, Fuck. sorry, up in the air. Some lawyers could look at the documents and tell me exactly what was happening. I, <laughs> we need to call on our counsel. Seriously? Well oh, Megan will said, kill counsel. <laughs> Megan was like, I'm so confused. Did you get your law degree overnight?
1: And I was like, no, I was hoping you did. Cause, Thank God. <laughs> help me. Here's I'm a true damn can... story. Yeah, here's a quick true story. So, I'm working on a shoot for my day job, a video, big video shoot, and we've contracted a celebrity for an upcoming um shoot we're doing and so, so james my business partner and i were like well fuck we should probably uh get a legitimate talent contract <laughs> 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 not this like rink-eating bullshit we give to the people i find on like random new york talent boards and stuff <laughs> um and so we we're just sort of looking at other talent documents we've used before from like some of our bigger clients and stuff. And like, okay, we just got overwhelmed. I'm like, well, this seems appropriate, but this is not appropriate. But I don't want to start removing things from legal contracts. It's, uh, as far as right. I'm aware, that's a bad idea. So call our lawyer and said, hey, we need a contract. And so get on this fucking phone call. And this guy was like, Um. well, I cost a pretty penny, so how about I just send you some contracts I've used with clients in the past and you can just sort of pick and choose what you want out of them (laughs) and put it together and then just send it back and I'll just, like, polish it up for you. And I was like, that is allowed? he's like, yeah, sure. It can say whatever you want it to. I'm like, what? Really? Wow. Yeah, and between that and, like, real estate, I've learned that the law is just sort of a kind of a, huh? Mm -hmm. Let's just see what happens, you know? So it's like very confusing and also nobody knows what it means
0: (laughs) right well i clearly don't yeah i wish i I didn't write down what it said but i should say it out loud i should go look it up and be like lawyer listeners what does writ uh, of habeas uh, corpus denied mean (laughs) or whatever like i don't you know (laughs) i forget what it said but the writ was denied and i think it was the writ is a writ i don't know the writ from the prosecution (laughs) Anyway, and then I almost just went ahead and called the prison. Can you just call prisons and be like, hey, is
1: this inmate there? Will they tell you? I think so. I think that's public information. I I mean, they might make you call like the local, you know, courthouse or whatever to get that public record, but I mean, it's they put it on their website, sort of. Yeah. So you should be confusing. What is a writ? I googled it, but I, I don't remember. It's a form of written command in the name of a court or other legal authority to act or abstain from acting in some way. <laughs> okay, got that Court? So, what happens if the writ was denied?
0: Depends on then, which writ it is. Yeah, right. So I, yeah. I'm pretty sure it's whatever the prosecution writ. The, the writ that they was writ. denied. Whatever yeah, their writ appeal, was, was written. Their appeal of the appeal was denied. Mm. They can
1: either act or not act.
0: Yeah. Yep. Or not. So then Ryan just maybe sits in prison, maybe doesn't. We don't know. Good God, man. something happens. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I hate those cases. I hate the I ones where if just one person had been nice to him, people wouldn't have died. It really is that fucking simple, guys. It really <sighs> is. I've been thinking about this so much lately. Like, if you have an opportunity to alleviate suffering in your life, in your day-to-day, please do it. Mm -hmm. Please. Even a fucking bug in a sink, just skip the little fucker up, unless it's a tick. That guy goes right down the drain. (laughs) All the rest of them deserve a chance. Mm -hmm. Or a stink bug. Did you just say stink bug?
0: I said mosquito.
1: Yeah, I don't like those guys either. Yeah, they're just... Yeah, they automatically die. But a stink bug also, that's a fair game. But everybody else, scoop them up, put them outside be nice be fucking kind yes alleviate suffering it's so sorry
0: go ahead it's it's not hard no i have one more paragraph go for it okay we'll bring it back to the family real quick yes please okay kim's family was torn apart by her murder her children had to be placed in separate homes when she died oh you're kidding me no i'm not they lost their biggest support and the person who loved them the most. Mm-mm. The community lost two wonderful people too. Kim and Elsie cannot be replaced. and some say the neighborhood changed forever the day they died. Of course it did. Kimberly's oldest daughter, Kristen, said quote, "I will never get my mom back. I will never get my uncle back. My little cousin will always be traumatized after being shot at the age of seven. <sighs> so is there any justice for my family? No. And he pulled that trigger, he destroyed our family that was so close. Mm.
1: So be Fuck nice, that yes, help be... each other, yes, God, yup. Oh, I know it's awful. <laughs> just how did we get here? How did we get here? I know how sociopaths, but really, for real, how did we get here? Well, generational
0: trauma, and yeah. Lack of support and yeah, on and on. Yeah, I had CD my little. Go ahead. oh, just I had my first little dose, tiny little dose of uh, dealing with bullying with my oldest. <sighs> just tiny little bit. I mean, it was really no big deal.
1: Yeah, but I was
0: like, kids are so mean, and so they're not. Mean. I don't think that they really are in their hearts. They yeah. are. They are. It's learned behavior. They. Even at seven or whatever, have yeah. to hurt each other to feel better about themselves because they've already been hurt, yep, as seven year olds yes, you know, and it's just like, can we stop, but no', I mean, like yes, I think we can, but we've gotta
1: like yeah, do so much work, it's I think we' so we're at the much work, very beginning of talking about acknowledging it, like yep. identifying it, and there is a major resistance from. Lot of people, and I don't blame them because they don't want to give up their fucking blankie of control and meanness because it's just like their guns, it's the only thing that makes them feel better. Mm -hmm. But Sadie and I were talking about kind of family dynamics and how we were raised versus how children are raised now, and you know, there's benefits and detriments to either way, they any way you raise a kid, but you know, we're just talking about the sort of lack of engagement that like our parents' generation and their parents' generation had with them and how sort of strange that is for us to conceptualize because we're just so obsessed with our children, (laughs) you know? And I'm like, I want to know everything about my nephews, everything. They're going to be so fucking sick of me and so weirded out by me, you know, when they're (laughs) teenagers I'll be like, what's she like? Does she smell good? And, you know, whatever. Yeah. and uh, does she smell good? I don't you know. I mean, so it's just weird, just weird. I don't know who she is. Like they could be gay. <laughs> who knows, but I'm gonna want to know who would any female per presenting identifying person that comes into their life I want to know how she smells because I just want to know. I'm just so fucking curious. And all my friends and I talk about this. and then so we're just talking about how tired our parents were and how you know, they just didn't they didn't engage with us on that level. and And then we were kind of going through this whole thing and being real critical of the generation before them. And then one of us was like, Oh, yeah, it's because they lived through World War II. Right? right? And- <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, fuck. All right, we yeah, should just shut me. our fucking mouths. The, because- the depression yes. and World War II and the pandemic not be- long before that. And meanwhile... one and I. Yeah, and meanwhile, and- yeah, like- and meanwhile yeah. I'm like, why didn't they come to our softball games? Like, oh, because <laughs> they've watched the Japanese eat their best friend's face or whatever. Seriously. You know, it's like they went yes. through a lot. They Seriously. went through a lot. And... It doesn't excuse the horrible things that we've done to each other as a result, but we're far far enough removed from that that we can start to be like, okay, Mm -hmm. we've had it rough, but much better than they have. So let's take the tiny reserve of energy that we have and go to fucking therapy and encourage others to go to therapy and then also intervene in other people's lives when they need help or well, they fix need the care system so that we can exactly. all
0: everyone has access to oh you know food and shelter and mental health resources you yep. don't just have to work but 700 s- hours a day say, to...
1: if we do that how will the billionaires get to space how I mean, will the, they? I don't know. That's top priority. What kind of fun are they going to have if they can't get right on up into space on an airplane? Mm-hmm. They just—you're um, right. I take
0: it back. I'm getting space, choked up space thinking first. About it. I'm getting choked up. Space
1: first, above all else,
0: for the billionaires.
1: For the billionaires. Hey, guess what, billionaires? We've been in space for a long fucking time. You're yeah. not doing anything new. Go to no. go to hell. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you're doing it because the Earth is getting destroyed and you better make sure that you can go live on Mars. Like, fuck you. Oh, my God. Did you read that that thread from the NASA employee who was like, do you know how hard it is to live in space? Like, space is designed to kill you. Did you read that whole thing? (laughs) No, I don't think so. Oh, my God. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It's basically like um, there are literally thousands of people who are employed to keep you know the people who go into space alive not even comfortable they're not comfortable they have constipation (laughs) they have to sit on suction toilets like they you know their bones are turning to jelly they slowly go insane like the one guy who was in in space for a year yeah like you know came back and quit immediately he was like i'm done no no um did you watch the the just quick
0: side like you had a little i think maybe it was on netflix or no where he they he filmed himself for that whole year right like before and after
1: and that's really, right it's not very long yeah Laura watched good. it yeah. yeah but yeah they're like, they were like no they're not going to go to space and like just sit fucking Build martinis a, and like no, have a nice life like no Well, you can't just build a bubble around Mars and call it good. It's like, that's not how this works. (laughs) No, they're like, not in our lifetime, probably not ever, definitely not anytime soon. It's not going to fucking happen. Like, you can go to space for a week, and you'll be real uncomfortable, and then you'll just die anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let alone the nine months it would take to get to Mars alone. Exactly. Exactly. So, (laughs) yeah, the billionaires are not going to colonize Mars. They can't physically cannot do it and also go ahead and try you dumb idiots it's like fucking super PACs that dumped billions of dollars into the Trump campaign I'm like yeah please by all means (laughs) squander your your fucking money on that you dumb idiots like Mm -hmm. go for it meanwhile you could literally end homelessness in the United States fucking student debt and vaccinate the entire world and still be richer than you were before the pandemic one year ago anyway (sighs) that's that's that well fuck him meanwhile mothers and uncles die and that is fucking tragic and awful yeah it really is That's so awful so sorry for that happening me too Mm, so so we just fixed the world and you guys are welcome that once (laughs) you take off your headphones and you walk outside and you're gonna be like Oh, Oh, shit. The young sisters did it. Very different.
0: (laughs) That's right, guys. You're welcome.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) All it took was one uh, slightly informed rant. (laughs) (laughs) Only informed through TikTok and Instagram (laughs) stories. (laughs) Hooray. Hooray, Hip, hip, hooray.
0: I'm tired. Saving the world is exhausting.
1: I would do it if I could do it. But I would I mean, do it too. I mean, I'm trying, but if I could, boop, bring whatever, just... dive into the volcano to save the earth myself, I would do it. Maybe I don't know. I, I think I would do it. I would pay somebody to push me. I couldn't throw myself. Yeah, you volcano. A good point. Yeah, that's but I, but I would be like, okay, just don't tell me. Like you're gonna get yeah, me. Like, don't put don't me, to tell sleep. me. And yeah, then just throw me in there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, totally. Don't count down. No, don't count down. Then I know you're gonna push me to the volcano. He's <laughs> gotta push me. <laughs> Fuck. going have to hire oh, another person. God. Yeah. <laughs> God, that makes me think of.
0: Uh, went up to see Courtney. When was that? A week Fourth ago. Fourth of July. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, and I was in the lake with my three-year-old <laughs> who wants to be dunked, which is. A new experience as a parent my oldest does not yeah hates putting his face in the water still um so then he he'd, i'd say okay i'm gonna count to three but i could tell that the anticipation was like oh yeah like, oh it's, it's so part. much crazier yeah yes so then i switched to like okay Just dunk <laughs> but he didn't really <laughs> like that either so we haven't figured out our perfect dunking technique
1: yet yeah i don't know what it is i don't know what it is like getting surprised by it is not cool but also knowing is kind of much worse it's it's a lose-lose
0: well he had his little swimmy wings on or whatever and so you have to do extra force to get him under the water (laughs) Uh,
1: well it's also like i'm one of those people who when I'm wading out into the water, I'm very cold. I just need to take my time. I don't need your fucking advice about, just get your head wet. Oh, boy, it's not bad. Shut up. Mm-hmm. I don't, and I don't need you to help me and I don't need you to advise me. I just need to be mad until I'm warmer, right. you know? Like, that's it. that's it. Just yep. let me figure it out once it gets up over my organs. I know I'll feel better, but... I need to do it in my own time. That's right. Keep your opinions to <laughs> don't look yourself. Don't me in my eye until I'm done. <laughs> it's like when you hit your elbow and everyone wants to ask you if you're okay and then you want to punch them because you're yes. in so much pain. You're like, <laughs> don't fucking talk to me! <laughs> yeah,
0: I stubbed my toe the other day and it made me so mad that it scared my oh. kids. And then I, I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not mad. It just really hurt. Nobody oh. did anything. And it's not about... I'm just angry.
1: Well, in that and moment, then, I'm like... Yeah, what do you think just happened to me? Do you think I just like got shot? I just stubbed my toe. You don't need to ask me if I'm okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just get that mad that I'm suddenly like judging them for caring for me. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm like, if everyone just was kinder to each other, and like somebody shows me an ounce of kindness, I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, well uh, got names i do i do it's a slower week which is good because god god we could be here for months some of these <laughs> weeks it's uh oh that's my list for tj maxx it did get all those things off of there <laughs> just, i wrote shampoo condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay we have Emily Wigglesworth. Ugh, these Wigglesworths, man! Fuck all of them. It's just all too damn charming. I, it's hard to believe that they exist. It's hard to believe that somebody, somebody in an office somewhere, is named Emily Wigglesworth. <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you like introduce yourself
0: without just being followed by giggles? I would not. Never. Somebody, Hello, what's your name? Oh, I'm Emily Wigglesworth. I'd be like, oh.
1: You're fucking kidding me. <laughs> you know what though? It would be such motivation to rise in the ranks and become a magistrate. <laughs> yeah, right. keep calling a magistrate. Just <laughs> be a judge, judge or a Wigglesworth? lawyer I'm uh, looking at a right honorable now. Judge Emily Wigglesworth presiding. I'm gonna see if there's any Judge <laughs> Wigglesworths out there right now. Oh my god, now. please, judge please do. Wiggles. <laughs> What? No. Tell oh, me. Wait. It's sorry.
0: There was somebody <sighs> named Brochet Wigglesworth on Judge Judy that's telling me. Oh, that's different. There's a lot of Wigglesworths. There's a LA Times writer named Alex Wigglesworth.
1: What? That would be a good a good thing to aspire to. So you always have a byline of Wigglesworth. Yeah. Uh there was a Michael
0: Wigglesworth. From Georgetown
1: University. <laughs> See, all the Wigglesworths trying to climb the ranks, trying to climb on up, be that judge, be a politician, be a senator Wigglesworth.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> a, a Puritan artist, Michael's Wigglesworth. Exactly. What does that mean? See, but that makes more sense. If I hear the last name Wigglesworth, I think Puritan artist. I think somebody yeah, who right. makes uh, like artisanal things like jams and butters right. and uh, the, fiddles. The quick- i could not find a
0: judge wigglesworth so somebody out there
1: make it happen and
0: then explain us the
1: law (laughs) (laughs) explain us the law please i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna enact a writ of explanation please (laughs) uh michael michael (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and they were like our, our listener was like, not Michael Michaels <laughs> you know, the last name was Michael and his parents named him Michael. I mean, what? Like, I just I
0: mean I get it. I'm tired right now and if I had the last name Michael, I would just say, Well, I mean what don't
1: don't yeah, well, try. What not broken. Right. Yeah. Just slap that shit on there twice. Can you just imagine telling your family and friends though? Like what are you gonna name your kid? we uh, Michael, we're thinking Michael <laughs> and, like the processing and like oh uh, wait is this last are their last name Michael Do I, <laughs> did I get that wrong I'm second guessing myself because why Ooh, the fuck maybe would you his name, his name your kid Michael that would be
0: really cute what if you ad- your, your last name was Michael and you adopted a little baby Michael so
1: extremely adorable. cute yeah very very meant to be um Drew P Sacks <laughs> <laughs> Drew P Sacks true yep. p sax s-a-x-x uh, that's not real <laughs> and uh one of our listeners owns a little independent bakery called would you like pies with that <laughs> oh, i would Ooh. do you deliver pies i need a pie oh god oh, f- Fuck, now that we're talking about pie, I gotta go get one. I gotta yes. go get a p- key lime pie. The a little you know slice. What? Ryan brought home a tub,
0: of, like jar, I guess. It's a jar, not a tub. A jar of strawberry rhubarb jam. Ooh. Oh, man, it's like eating a pie every day.
1: If I want. I love Do strawberry want... rhubarb. Yeah, toast all of a sudden. With it's a like pie. Chunks of rhubarb in it? Yes. Fuck, yeah. Yep. Yes.
0: Yep. And I bought biscuits because I was like, that's going to be good. So I bought oh. some biscuits. I made the biscuits. And then I was going to treat my children to pie biscuits.
1: And neither of them would eat it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we will draft them to World War II because they are ungrateful and too far away from the the origin of the trauma. (laughs) Yes. And they
0: both said that the reason they wouldn't eat it is because Ryan makes amazing biscuits and gravy. Oh my God. And they only eat their biscuits with with gravy. And I was like, but this is actual pie. Like this is, if you take a bite of this, it's going to taste like pie. And they wouldn't do it. Eventually
1: the three-year-old did. And he was like, this is so delicious. And I was like, dude, I know. And then you dropped them both off and- fucking yep. utah and told them to fend for themselves for two weeks like gravy so much learn how to make it yourselves in the wilderness That's what I, said. <laughs> I dropped them off with a uh, hunk of bacon and some <laughs> flour <laughs> i've been watching uh, a new
0: season of alone is on yeah Netflix me too me too and so i just finished it and i just i always feel like such a badass when it's over <laughs> Just so weird. Like, why would I think that I had anything to do with
1: that show? I endured watching it, so now I'm like the real survivalist. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Well, okay. So I felt real good about myself last night because the whole time we're on the new season. And I kept being like, why the fuck is nobody making a gill net? Where are the gill nets? Right. Why those Everybody things scoot, to make produce, 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 produce? You get so many fishes if you put a fucking gill net in there. And I've been saying it every episode, furious, beside myself. It finally flashed up on the screen that due to restrictive laws in the region, they weren't allowed to put out gill nets uh, until day 45. Uh, and I was like, oh, who's the winner? <laughs> who's the wilderness expert? <laughs> I was, <laughs>
0: i the one that's on Netflix is like the million dollar. Oh Arctic yeah. One. Yep. And uh, one of the, ladies starts making a raft and I was like waste of time it's just i'm speaking yep. out loud ryan's there she's yep. like well, it's not a bad idea i was like it is a complete waste of time she's Total. wasting her time and energy she's yep. getting in a raft sure enough she like takes two strokes out into the water and she's like no this is a terrible idea goes back and i was like booyah i yeah. can totally survive <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. Well, there's this episode, the season where the one guy made a raft for like 30 days and like starved to death and died. Yeah. He didn't die. But I mean, he just, that's all he did was make a raft. He like didn't yeah. make a fire or shelter or food or anything. He's well, I'm going to make this raft. And then he got, or his canoe. And then he got his canoe all hand hewn and fucking tanned mm. and whatever else. And then yep. uh, the fish had stopped running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the people who like try to chink
0: their logs. Like, Yeah. Uh, to make an actual log house, but then only get it a foot high because they're so exhausted. Yeah, <laughs> they have to leave. It's like anyway, I would not. I I get like a tiny bit of hunger in my belly, and I'm dead. I oh, I would so last mad, so
1: I have to eat every half hour. I would last yeah. twenty minutes, and I would have a blood sugar crash, and I'd be all hypoglycemic. My new thing too is like uh, calling out when people are making up reasons they have to go home on the new season, especially. <laughs> I'm like fake faker. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't really look like a total wuss for going home because he's no, starving and by desperate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, then, like it just and then there's some people
0: that like are literally dying. They are yeah. so starving and yes. their feet are falling off from frostbite. They're like, no, no, give me one more day. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like a- such a mental. I would be, I would get there and be like, oh, this was a fun helicopter ride to yeah,
1: wherever. I'm Patagonia.
0: I'm going to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> thank, thank, well,
1: thank you for the trip. I think it was season two. The guy literally like dropped him off and he was like, nope, boop, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> that would be me. Yes. yes. <laughs> I
0: cannot. I get spooked by the bunnies in my yard. Like, Yeah. Not even, like, let's not even talk about what it takes to kill animals. I couldn't do it. I would be like, ooh, ooh. No. Just torturing I can't. the poor thing because I can't no. hit it hard enough over its head. Like, no no. 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 Under no, no circumstance. No. no. So anyway, that's the alone review. That <laughs> yeah.
1: So you guys will be happy to know that neither of us are going to take 60 days off this podcast to try to be on the loan because... <laughs> Right. I did take a wilderness survival class when we were in AmeriCorps and, like, paid these guys to come out. We were t- living in tents in Oregon for three months and had these guys come out. <laughs> it was such fucking bullshit because they were like, well, first you need a, like, 20 by 20 sh- foot sheet of plastic. No fucking exaggeration. <laughs> A tin can, a knife, like all this. I was like, "What?" <laughs> so basically, if you have, if you're going to need a water purifier. You're going to need. I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Excuse me, this is very <laughs> specific. <laughs> that, like, I'm going to need to fall on a very specific island to make this whole rig work. Get your phone out and Google ways to Suri- purify water yeah seriously will tell you and that's yeah. how you survive <laughs> and then you put a rock in the middle and then you string it string it with rope between all these trees and i'm like well okay oh great and then <laughs> get your uh, chainsaw out yeah and then we were whittling <laughs> our sticks to do a fire starter which a hundred percent when people don't bring fire flint or fire starters on naked and afraid or alone i'm like you are never gonna drink water you're never gonna get a fire because yeah, that shit is die. damn yeah. near impossible um we were whittling our sticks, and my friend dragged his knife across my lap. He like did a thing where he like faked out the, our friend sitting to my left and turned his hand at the last minute, like t- nineteen year old dudes do. So he was like pretending like he was going to stab him, and then turned his <laughs> hand, like I oh, just kidding," punched him in the arm instead. But as he was dragging the knife back across my lap, he cut the shit out of me, and I have permanent <laughs> nerve damage on my ring on my pointer uh, fingers as a result. So. Cool. That was the universe saying, Dude. Don't ever go out alone. <laughs> You're not going to be an outdoor survivalist. <laughs> Just oh, in no. case you were considering it. Yeah, every once in a while, I'm like, I think I could like hiking. <laughs> I fucking ate it. <laughs> <laughs> I had the <an> idea. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Sadie can attest to this too. We all went to the beach um, when they were here, and there was a bunch of us, and other kids and babies and stuff. And I packed enough food for, like, seven, for 45 days. Yeah, you really did. <laughs> so much food. And part of it, a big the biggest reason was because I know how much effort it takes to get off the beach and then to, like, get the kids' sand off of them. And, you know, it's like, you don't want to leave the beach once you're at the beach. But I also, a bigger part of it is I hate being hungry. So it's like i don't want anybody to experience hunger ever if you come to my house you're probably going to get very well fed because yes (laughs) (laughs) you'll never see a better stocked fridge no (laughs) embarrassing hoarder level anyway
0: yeah no she she brought so much food and we ate all of it right like well my between the 10 of us we ate 75 days worth of food (laughs)
1: Legitimately, <laughs> yes. and then we had
0: to order a pizza for dinner. <laughs> that yeah, yeah was delivered to the beach. Most yeah.
1: beaches, well, I don't know. My beach will let you order. My town will let you order pizza at the beach, which is amazing—the height of fucking luxury. If I was a six-year-old boy and my aunt ordered pizza to the beach, I would just be like, uh she's famous that's the coolest thing i've ever heard of in my life I think you should have waited we should have done that when they were like 10 so
0: they knew enough about the world to know that that yeah. isn't normal oh you're right it's just gonna grow up failure. thinking that yeah pizza
1: gets delivered to the beach and yeah. picnics just happen and yeah right oh so, whatever send them out to make gravy in the wilderness of utah <laughs> they'll come back and understand <laughs> totally how much how much value there is in that
0: uh let's do a couple shout outs
1: oh right yes look at just
0: a couple uh thank you so much oh these are patreon members who joined recently could do so too three dollars to start more if you want some goodies yep and it's there's 50 million like 52 episodes or something crazy
1: yeah and if you pledge twenty dollars a month i'll write you a sonnet yes whether you like it or not (laughs) Uh, so thank you so much to Denise G. Denise, Gregory, Allen, G- Wigglesworth, <laughs> D- Delilah, <laughs> Allenstein, Hedgen first. <Yes. laughs> the DDS. The DDS. Thank you, Denise. Thank you. Thank you so much to Kristen W. Oh, Kristen wants you to come on over, baby. Come on over, baby. When you get to her house, make yourself at home. Make yourself comfortable, but not too comfortable because she's got (laughs) shit to do. (laughs) Thank you so much to Katrina O. Oh, I love the name Katrina. And what does O stand for? Oscillates. Katrina oscillates between bad and badder. Yes. It also stands for Australia. <laughs> yes. Sadie Katrina's does. from Australia. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> ask my seven-year-old new reader. He'd think so. I, I mean, it would make, only make sense. Yes. but anyway sorry to interrupt could, could, no could that's not, she oh. oscillates between bad and batter. that is <laughs> fucking common knowledge in Australia uh, thank oh, you Australia <laughs> thank you so much to CW okay cute yeah it makes me think of my high school girlfriend whose initials were CW and she was a poet and she wrote with the pen name C.W. Williams because she was writing about other girls and didn't want people to know that it was a girl writing about girls. And that makes me really emotional to talk oh, about. Man,
0: that's really sad.
1: Um, but it's also really beautiful. And she won fuck tons of awards. <laughs> like it was like the 1500s or something. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, like Central Indiana in the 90s.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, to writing to C.W. These, like, yourself
1: yeah writing these beautiful love poems about your high school girlfriend aka me you should read some next time oh she really really is was and is an amazing poet like legit really really is and could sing like a lark so cw if you're anything like my dear dear sweet cw you are the fucking best and she found the heart of the earthworm when they were dissecting earthworms and who does that C.W. Williams does. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's amazing. Yep. Thank you so much. Oh, and
0: this patron said I could say her whole name. Okay. So, yeah. Thank you so much to
1: Nicole Powers. Ah! Yeah. She needs no explanation. She nope. needs no introduction. She's Christina Powers. Nicole. She's Nicole <laughs> Powers. She's so powerful, she wipes your memory. Any mention of her, I mean, it's wiped what, clean. All I can remember is the badass last name. Fuck yeah, yeah, good for you, man. Welcome to life with the last name powers. That's it, yeah, man. Super comfy. I need it. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, thank you so much to Dietrich T. Okay, <laughs> like, <laughs> what do you even do if your name is Dietrich? I have just sit around and be. Fucking I ball. mean, royalty or cult leader or religious founder, a re- founder of a religion. Yep. Or a rap artist. <laughs> <laughs> I was a rap battle winner. <laughs> yes. You definitely win rap battles if your name is Dietrich. I fuck. That is such a good name, and it makes me want you to have new children so that we can name one of them Dietrich. Let's do it. I mean, no, please God, no. No, I mean, have them over again, not new ones, but just redo Okay. (laughs) Start again. Redo. You know, you know when a name is Uh, so good that you hear it after you, the only opportunity you have to help name something is come and gone. And you're like, fuck, where was that when we were doing it? Not that I regret either of their names, but Dietrich, I would have fought hard for that name. It's a great name. I feel like it could go either uh, boys or girls. Like, I mean, it's 2021. You can name boys or girls whatever the fuck you want, but I feel like Dietrich so, yeah. would be really cool as a girl's name, too. Yep. That's all I got. Uh, we it. love go you, guys. My, yeah, so
0: much. Uh, my computer's getting ready to
1: die. At- okay, come over to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at They Will Kill. Come to our website, theywillkill.com, and emails yep, right. at podcast com. Right, rate, review, subscribe, please. And Thank you, A.J. Bergantz, for our
0: music.
1: Remember to be kind and to alleviate suffering. It's not that fucking hard. And we no. love you. And goodbye. 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 Goodbye.